Welcome to my Japanese Green Tea Podcast, a show dedicated to Japanese tea. Hosted by tea blogger Ricardo Caicedo. Hello, tea lovers, and thank you for listening to another episode of my Japanese Green Tea Podcast. Today, we'll continue to explore the topic of the Japanese tea ceremony. And this time we talk with Reina Sakao of Sakao Enterprise about the Urasenke School of the Tea Ceremony. Hi Reina, I'm glad to have you in the podcast again. Hi, thank you very much for inviting me this time once again. I'm very, very happy to be here. How is your, your company doing in Montreal?、It's, in Montreal, the company is doing great. A lot of people are getting to know about the Japanese tea, the matcha, as well as the tea ceremony. Even the tea demonstration and the tea tasting. So it is going very well. Is matcha also popular in Canada? It is getting a little more popular than before. And of course, it's not everything is the regular matcha. It's more sweetened. There's the matcha with already a sugar and milk in it. But then people are starting to recognize what the matcha is and what the difference between the matcha and the regular leaf tea. So, yes, it is getting more popular now. Okay. Can you tell us a little about how you started to get into the tea ceremony and, and what type of tea ceremony are you studying? Yes.、Uh, the reason why I started learning a tea ceremony was because my grandmother she was a tea ceremony teacher. And what I learned is the Urasenke. So, she was a Urasenke teacher、uh, when I was back in,、uh, in Japan. And that's when I started learning、uh, tea ceremony. And then when I came to Canada, I, I continued to study because it's, it's,、uh, it's a lifelong learning. And then I still learn you know, a lot of different steps and different forms. And,、uh, but it's been a great pleasure, it's been a great adventure. Okay, and, and it is the, the Urasenke school? Urasenke.、Right? Yes, it is. It is a Urasenke school. Is that the, the biggest of the schools? It is. The Urasenke is the, the biggest among those three that are popular、uh, or famous.、Uh, two others, Omotesenke and the Musha no Koji, is not as big as Urasenke. And、uh, a lot of people、uh, that I know also do、uh, learn Urasenke. Please tell us like, a little of the history behind the, the Urasenke School. Urasenke School,、uh, in general, is in general or at the,、uh, my grandmother's school?、Um, yeah, in general. In, gen- in general. Okay, because、um, the first, Senoriku, he brought tea culture and the tea ceremony. He's the one who started the tea ceremony. And then after, because it split it into three, because of the sons of the grandson of the Senoriku. So、uh, the second、uh, son, he started Musha no Koji. And then the third one, he started the Omote Senke. And then the fourth one, he started the Ura Senke. And the, the method of doing the tea ceremonies are a little different. But then we, the, the tea ceremony, they're all the same. We make tea with heart. But then the methods are a little different. And those three、uh, sons of the grandson of the Senoriku, they started to、uh, spread the word to other publics 
and that that's how it started to spread to the public, other people. Because of the uh, uh, the fourth uh, son of the grandson of the Sinurku, he started and he really wanted to wanted other people to know what the tea ceremony is. He used uh, tea utensils or tea products that are very uh, nice looking, very um, attractive than other people, um, other those two sons. So product products look different. Uh, like each each senke, they use different products, but then the products used for a senke is most attractive than any other uh, products used in those other two uh, senkes. Okay, so and when you say products, you mean like the like the, the tea, tea utensils? utensils? Exactly, the tea bowls or the um, shelves. Even the tea caddies, tea scoops, they all look more attractive than the products used in uh, other other two. Because he wanted others to notice that there is Urasenke. And that's why there are a lot more people who does um, Urasenke than Omotesenke and Mishanokoji. When, when Senno Rikyu died, each son started at a different school. And you're saying that Urasenke is from the youngest youngest one? Exactly, yes. He's the youngest, he's the fourth uh, son, yes. Okay. Regarding the, the matcha, mm-hmm. there's something I, I don't really understand. Sometimes when, when you go and buy a, a ceremonial grade matcha in Japan, mm-hmm. it, it says which school does it belong to. Mm. Is that because the, the grandmaster recommends it? Yes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to use the certain matches. There are certain matches specified for each, you know, Urasenke, and Mishana Koji. Yes, there's usually there are preferred, even the tea products, there are preferred um, preferred ones for each, uh, each group. So matcha as well is specified, for example, for Urasenke, for Urasenke. Yes, they are, because they prefer to use it. But if you used another one, it, it wouldn't really matter, right? No, it's it's okay, it's okay. You, okay. Can, you can still use it, of course, yes. When did you begin your study? How old were you when you started learning the... When I started studying, uh, it wasn't really studying to begin with. I started um, attending some tea ceremonies that my grandmother did with other, uh, other students. So when I was probably around uh, 12, 12, 13 years old when I started attending tea ceremony. Okay. And then I started really learning when I was 15. Um, by really learning, you mean you, you, how many classes a, a month? Uh, usually it's uh, two times per week. Okay. So that makes it eight per month. And then when you have the classes, it's just like looking... At the teacher when he does the tea ceremony? No, usually uh, teachers do let students uh, do the tea ceremony. Of course, that the teachers guide you to do how to do uh, each step, but then not just looking at the teachers. It's not like school, for example, that you have to sit and then look at the teacher and listen to what they say. Teachers actually tell you to do this and that and then guide you through to do all the steps that you will have to know. So you have to actually do all the uh, the moves, making tea, serving, and even, you know, tell them um, 
if the tea is okay, there's a sweet, everything they teach you and they guide you through each step. And you're still studying now in Canada? In Montreal, yes, as well. I do study, uh, I continue studying in Montreal as well. And what would be the difference between Uresenke and, and the other schools? Like, give us concrete examples. Uh, for example, the steps are a little different. Um, for example, like even the uh, little cloth we use uh, in the tea ceremony to clean the utensils, to purify the utensils. For example, the, the color of the uh, the cloth, it's called the fukusa. The color of the fukusa is a little different to begin with. Uh, but I think we use red for uh, for the women. But usually, omotesenke, it's more orange-ish color instead of red. Or when you actually enter the tea room, we enter with right foot, but then uh, other senke is uh, the other side. So you step in with left foot. So each thing, it seems as if everything seems to be opposite. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, when you enter, it's very interesting. But then the bottom line is we make great tea with a heart, but the steps are a little different and it's it's pretty much uh, opposite. The final goal, as you say, is the same in, in the three schools. Exactly, yes. To make tea, that's that's something, that's, that's the goal of the tea ceremony. But then steps are a little different. And uh, even to serve tea or to make tea, omotesenke, they do not make a little um, mousse on top, but the urasenke, we try to make a little mousse on top on the surface. So even that is different. You mean the foam? Like Foam, exactly, yes. Okay. I didn't know some other schools didn't make the foam. Yes, omotesenke, they do not make foam at all. That's their way to make matcha. But the urasenke, yes, we do make uh, foam on, sur on the surface. Okay. And when you say to make tea from the heart, that mm -hmm. is like like relating to to being at peace with the with the guests or Exactly. Like uh the most important part or principles of the tea ceremony first is the uh, it's, it's called the ichigo ichie. It's the one encounter, one opportunity. So that every time we do the tea ceremony, we have to appreciate that situation because that will never occur. For example, um, one tea ceremony, we invite guests and we use certain types of matcha, we use certain type of teaspoon, certain type of tea balls, and certain type of tea shelf, or uh, even the, the, uh, the hot boiling water temperature is different. So that is only that occurs only once so we have to appreciate that what what we have in the tea room so that's the that's the principle of the the, uh, the tea ceremony we appreciate what we have and with those we appreciate also that the matcha the bowl of tea i see and also depending on the season there are little changes in in the ceremony exactly that the uh, the season um there are two seasons, winter and summer. Winter, it's uh, the kettle is close to the guest, so that we can keep the room warmer. We can keep the guest warmer. But the, in the in the summer, we keep the uh, the kettle 
a little away from the gas, so that we don't make the gas hot or even the tea room hot. So that's a little consideration to the gas as well. And also, the, we, because in Japan we have four different seasons, we use uh, different tea utensils for each season. For example, in spring, because the cherry blossom is famous, we use uh, tea bowls with the picture of the uh, cherry blossoms. Or in the summer, uh, fall, and winter, we use different type of uh, tea bowls, the different designs, depending on the season, because we do appreciate also the season. In the uh, in the tea ceremony, what are the steps in a typical tea ceremony? In a standard one, the standard tea ceremony, we start by uh, purifying the tea utensils. Of course, all the tea utensils, uh, tea bowls, tea scoops, tea whisks—they're all clean to begin with. But then, before we actually serve tea, we purify with our soul, and with of course with our fukusa—that's the the little cloth. We purify all the tea utensils that will be used to make matcha. So that's something that we do before we make matcha. And then uh, once we purify the uh, all the utensils, we put the uh, the powder of matcha, and we start making the matcha. And once it's done, we serve it to the guests. And once the guest drinks, we get back the uh, tea bowl, and we start to cling to. Um, to start it to clean and once it's done we'll take away all the tea, tea utensils and if the guest wants to see uh, the tea utensils they can actually see it they can ask for to see all the tea utensils not all the tea utensils but certain tea utensils okay that, that would be like like admiring the art of the exactly admiring what the uh, the host chose the what kind of products they chose to make the matcha for the guests Does the host drink matcha? Uh, usually not, but then if it's, for example, a casual tea ceremony, because there are so many different tea ceremonies and different kinds of uh, things, depending on the occasion, depending on the guests. Sometimes if it's a casual one among friends, usually yes, guests can actually tell uh, the host to drink it um, in front of the guest as well. So it's not all the time it's a taboo it's not a taboo but depending on the situation and also the guests okay but in general the host doesn't drink it he just serves no exactly right regarding the the tea ceremony do you also have a school for the tea ceremony in sakao enterprise we do have a tea ceremony school in japan that is in tokyo it's okay. close to shinjuku And yes, uh, we do offer classes two weeks per week. Uh, sorry, two two times per week. And uh, there is uh, actual tea rooms. There are uh, two tea rooms so that they can actually practice with the teacher. And there is there are several tea ceremonies. Um, it's called ocha ochaji. Uh, several times per year, so that students can actually participate to see. The whole picture of the tea ceremony because what we do in the lesson is only a part of the tea ceremony but then the actual ochaji the tea ceremony contains for example the meal uh, the thick tea or the thin tea even the way to get into the tea room is a manner so they can actually learn that from the the uh, official tea ceremony 
So you actually teach that in Japan? Exactly, yes. And and the other things you do in Montreal, that would be like like a little introduction to the tea ceremony? Tea ceremony in Montreal, it is a tea ceremony. We can show them tea ceremony, what the tea ceremony is like. We also do uh, tea demonstrations, including the tea tasting, and also uh, how to make uh, matcha. So it's a workshop of the matcha. Okay. So people can uh, can get to know what the matcha is like and how to actually make it, because it's uh, a different kind of tea compared to other, other tea. And you also sell all the tea utensils. Exactly, yes. The tea utensils are also available in Montreal and also on the internet and uh, those products are uh, imported directly from Japan okay and for the listeners that that they haven't visited the site yet the address is www.sakaoenterprise.com which will yes, be spelled S-A-K-A-O-E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E.com but I'll, yes, link, exactly. I'll link to it in the web page of the podcast anyway great thank you and you sell to you you send the utensils to all over the world right yes of course yes there's another question that i have if you have the the matcha whisk the the Mm -hmm. chasen right sometimes i've heard that that people use it and then they throw it away do do they still (gasps) do it do they they only use a a new one really Really? I've heard somewhere that, that in some kind of ceremony, they only use a new one. Okay, um, like official tea ceremonies, we do use a new, for example, new fukusa, the cloth, or, you know, uh, tea whisk. But then we don't throw away the old ones. Oh, we, okay. You know, we use it for practice or we don't throw it away. Yes, it is true that we use a new whisk or a new cloth for the uh, the official tea ceremony, yes. Oh, so you mean when there's like a special official tea ceremony, you, then we change, you, buy, yes. you buy a new one? Exactly, yes. Yeah, because I, I thought it would be kind of a waste. It is, isn't it? <laughs> and it's a bamboo too. It's something precious. It's not, you know, it's not plastic. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's an actual bamboo. So it will be a waste. And regarding the, the bamboo whisk, what you see online is mostly a bamboo whisk made in China. Can, uh-huh. you, can you use that one? You can use it, of course. You, of course you can use it. I mean, it's really hard to notice, of course. But, like, of course, depending on the situation as well. Like how formal it is or the, you know, the budget that you have. But, of course, you can use the, uh, the one that's made in China, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are there, you know, like, like the, the matcha bowls, like there are some that are really expensive because maybe it's made by a famous artist. Or right, or co- it's collection. done by hand. Yeah. Exactly. It's done by Does hand. that happen with the tea whisk too? Are there like special edition tea whisk by Grandmaster something? Or not yes, really? Yes, there um, depending, uh, if there's, like, uh, if it's made in Japan, yes, it's more expensive, of course, than the one in, made in China, or because they're a little, like, bamboo, there are a different, of course, different kinds, some of them, it says 80, and some of them, it says 100, 
those are the numbers of little sticks you see uh, on the bump, on the uh, the part where you make uh, matcha. Yeah. So more the uh, the number, of course, is more expensive because that's the number of the little thing that's there where you make the matcha. So that makes it a little more expensive. The more the more expensive. If it has less less pints, mm -hmm. then it would be for koicha for the thick tea. Uh-huh, as well. And uh, you can actually use um, what you have, like, you know, like it doesn't have to be just for koicha or just for ustja. You can have one uh, for both. Exactly, because tea ceremony is something that should be available to anybody. It doesn't have to be for somebody with lots of budgets. No, it, you, the, the tea ceremony is to make tea with heart. So even with uh, tea bowls, for example, you can modify. You don't have to use the exact the same one that's on the website or that we don't have to use what's specified for the tea ceremony. You can actually use what you have or what you can replace as well. So it doesn't, the, the price doesn't matter. It's, uh, the tea ceremony is all about making tea with your heart. And also it's the appreciation to be with all the guests that you have and all the, the product you have to make one bowl of tea. If let's say you, you, you are a practitioner of the tea ceremony, you have some friends at home and you do the ceremony. Even if it's not the, the tea house and maybe you don't have all the, all the exactly the tea utensils, would it still be a tea ceremony? Yes, it is. Making tea for the guests at the tea ceremony, that's, uh, that's a great way to, to show them. I mean, it, it might not be an official tea ceremony done in the tea salon, but that's something that you do for your guests. And then, it, yes, it is. It's, uh, it totally is. I mean, tea ceremony is all about appreciate the, the presence and, of course, a bowl of tea. And then the time to, um, and then time over a bowl of tea. Mm, regarding price, how much would it, mm, tea ceremony classes cost, more or less? Depending for, well, it is in Japan, but um, depending on how many times that you would like to do. But then, of course, you like to start from uh, $100, or if it's for uh, just to see what the, uh, the tea ceremony is like, you can do 2,000 yen, that's $20 to see, and you can decide. So the teachers can actually accommodate what the, the students are looking for. Okay, and, and anyone can join, right? Exactly, yes. Anyone can contact and join. No and also the age. Exactly, no matter the age, no matter, you know, what they would like to do, if they would like to see it, they can see it. And uh, it's a great way to discover something. It's a great, it's a great Japanese culture. And it's not only Japanese culture, but also uh, it's a spiritual discipline that even Japanese people should learn and then see what it, what this is all about. It does change our life and also the perspective of living in the present. It's it's very important. I also want to talk about the... There's a food, sometimes, depending on the ceremony, sometimes you serve food. Yes. The kaiseki... Kaiseki Kaiseki cuisine, is that how you would call it? Mm, kaiseki ryori, right. Okay. 
what what does the kaiseki consist of usually consists of uh of course rice soup there's uh <clears throat> things from the sea so that includes the, the fish and also the things the food from the mountain so those are vegetables and also and also it um also did the sweets sweets for um koicha sweets for uscha so that's the whole uh the meal and desserts that's the whole that's for the whole tea ceremony and is it cooked in a special way or is it just normal japanese food it is a uh, it's um it is a, it's it's a little special i mean we use of course what we have so it's not something very expensive no but then uh we make it specially for the tea ceremony and about the the sweets they're also made specially for the tea ceremony yes that's uh that's usually actually made for a uh, tea ceremony so the designs vary depending on the season uh it's different and a lot of sweets that are those are made uh of uh red bean or the white bean with the sugar that's so very uh it goes really good with the matcha okay it's very good to know about the tea ceremony and i hope the listeners also get a, a better idea about it and if anyone is interested in you know so purchasing the tea utensils mm-hmm. then feel free to to contact Dana through her website Wonderful. Thank you very much for your opportunity. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. Bye. That's the end of this episode. Don't forget to check out the online store of Sakao Enterprise for a wide variety of tea ceremony utensils at www.sakaoenterprise.com. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, you can see the show notes at www.myjapanesegreentea.com slash episode 22. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to my Japanese green tea podcast. Join us again next time 